You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. P.S. P.B.S. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stage Door Podcast. Today, we have a bonus episode for you. But before we jump in, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which we work, live, and record, and recognize their continuing connection to land, water, and community. We pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Now a message for our listeners from Archery Productions creative producer, Chris Archer. The Sydney Cabaret Showcase has a proud history and vision to search for and support Australia's next cabaret stars. Our aim is to present new and emerging performers, discover unique and wonderful stories and unleash extraordinary talent from a diversity of backgrounds. In 2019, we held the Sydney Cabaret Competition Grand Finale at the Sydney Cabaret Festival. Nine talented women who'd progressed from their heats as chosen by a panel of experts and the audience performed their own eight-minute set with Billy Palin taking out first prize and audience choice award Clara Connor came runner-up finalists have since taken their shows written for the showcase to Adelaide Fringe Festival Sydney Comedy Festival Claire's Kitchen Cabaret and various Sydney stages we were delayed in 2020 due to COVID and set to return in 2021 with the Sydney Cabaret Showcase. There are great prizes to be won this year, including show development with the producers, performance opportunities, headshot, photography portfolio, and a digital and social media package. Entries will open in mid-April 2021. And for all entry criteria information, visit archeryproductions.com. Now today... We have a very special episode because we are joined by not one, not two, but three phenomenally talented women who comprise the cast of Archery Productions' latest cabaret, Movicles, Georgina Hobson, Monique Saleh, and Angelina Thompson. The show recreates and interprets iconic moments from a mix of movie genres, especially from non-musical films, which never get to be performed live until now. If you want to check out Movicles, Archery Productions have kindly given our listeners a 10% discount on tickets when they use the code STAGEDOOR. So make sure to book tickets fast before they are sold out. The link will be down below. Please welcome to the mic Georgina, Monique and Angelina. Hey! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> this is so exciting. There are so <laughs> many people on this chat. Yeah, we're pretty excited to be here and we are all scared of talking over the top of each other. So we'll try and sort of, you know... <laughs> I noticed that you just kind of, you're all kind of like leaning back slightly, just waiting. 
they're just gonna be talking first. Walking. <laughs> As he's walking away in our trio, I always somehow end up doing all of the yabbering. So <laughs> and um, you love to yabber. Own your truth. Own your truth. We know our place. <laughs> Now, I actually realise it might be slightly confusing for our audience to know exactly who you are. Do you guys want to introduce yourself one by one so that everyone can get to know your voice before we start? That might be a good way. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good idea. So, uh, obviously, I'm speaking first. Um, (laughs) 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 I'm Georgina Hobson. Hi. I am Angela Thompson, and I put my hand up in the air to indicate that I'm about to speak. Um, My name is Now, ladies, you have been very busy at the moment, but obviously we all went through a bit of a COVID situation recently. Um, Do you guys have any recommendations for our listeners? Have you been listening to any amazing books, TV shows, podcasts, literally anything? Well, we have, actually, through COVID, Georgie recommended a show to me and she was explaining it and she was describing it and she was like raving on about it and I was like that sounds shocking to be honest (laughs) (laughs) then I got onto it hooked have you seen Snowpiercer yes 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 are you up to date with it is so Good. No, I haven't because I'm waiting. I haven't, I haven't, I watched season one with my boyfriend and I'm just waiting for him to get here so I can um, watch season two because it just came out and I'm, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, Angie loves this show so much, so much so that if she finds a stranger just anywhere, they'll be like, you know, bump into her and they'll say, sorry, ma'am. And she'll just say, have you seen Snowpiercer? <laughs> Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry to run into you today, but can I recommend a show to you on the way out? I have talked to it with Uber drivers. I've talked to everyone. Whenever I can bring it up. Have you seen Snowpiercer? Because <laughs> you really should. <laughs> and also, David Diggs is the star of it, and he is exquisite. Oh yeah, it's just and so it's like something for the musical theatre fans out there. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a little something for everyone. I feel super <laughs> left out now. Don't um, worry. Because I'm sorry. I actually haven't watched it. Every time Angie brings it up, I'm like, oh, God, she's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a disappointment. Have you got any recommendations, Mon? Anything you're loving at the moment? Um. Well, from doing the research for our show, um, lots of, like, uh, movies uh, that we reference in our show and do musical numbers from – uh, you know, a couple Angela said like, oh, I haven't seen that or like Angela suggests something and I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that or I haven't seen that in years or whatever. So we've like been revisiting the old favourites, lots from the 80s and 90s, like Beaches and Sister Act, Sister Act 2. Um, oh, yes. What else? What else? First Wives Club, obviously. That And that's what our poster <laughs> art, like our poster art is based on is the first, like the movie poster from the First Wives Club. And we yes. rewatched it recently, and it stands the test of time. Those yes. three: Blues Brothers, uh, The Bodyguard. What are the others? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Oh well, we're basically just listing off like also like not just recommendations, but these are like actually some of the things to expect from musicals. Like that's sort of what like some of the numbers that we're doing most of the numbers that we're doing but obviously you guys are 
like I, I constantly am seeing you on Instagram together and obviously you're doing this show together and y- you just uh you guys seem so close how did you all meet <laughs> um well we so angelina and i met at um the conservatorium of music in queensland but then we got really really close on a show we did together uh, like two years ago and then and then i introduced angie to mon but then during covid especially we just like we were sort of each other's lifelines like we really um Mm. supported each other and sort of clung to each other in like a really beautiful way like that's how our like we've 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 always been friends but that's sort of what like we helped each other through that time I think and also because Georgie and I are from Queensland originally all of our family or most of our family and stuff were up there so when water's shut we felt trapped we were like oh no who do we have and yeah we just clung to one another these two like helped me so much through COVID Mm. just being like my sissies my like my mums my (laughs) best friends like it saving grace it's like family yeah Yeah. it's like having family yeah you honestly could look you honestly the vibe that you all give up um, anything I've seen you, like I've seen clips of you um, at, I think it was Mon's Cabaret at the Darlow. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like everything yes. that I've seen you in, obviously since COVID, you do just seem like a little, like your own little family. Like you seem like <laughs> sisters, mothers, you know, the whole, the Brothers. whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also great because we sing together a lot as well and like, we sing so we seem to blend so well together in three-part harmony and like sometimes we make up our own songs (laughs) (laughs) we were like we were out on a on a night like on a you know a big night and um yeah and we started singing in the street and we like because there was cars coming and we didn't want to get run over so we started singing like I started singing, not going to get run over, not going to get run over, not going to get run over. <laughs> no, I love it. That's not a break of the rules. So, yeah. We're getting a free snippet of the show right now. I love. Well, it'll be better than that. <laughs> We like that all the time. It's really, um, it's really cool. (laughs) Now, obviously, from your amazing friendships and the show, what really inspired the show, and how did you guys decide on what you were going to do? She's the one to blame. I'm the one to blame. blame. I sort of like (laughs) forced it upon these guys. (laughs) Well, last year at Show Queen, um, uh, like we decided. Mon and I were performing and then we wanted to sing something with Angie as well. So we asked Chris Archer if we could also perform. Well, we asked Chris and Trevor, Ashley, who runs it. Mm-hmm. We asked if we could do a trio because I wanted to do the final scene from First Wives Club where they sing You Don't Know Me because I just thought it's perfect for the yeah. crowd. It'll be super camp. So we, like, learned it. We had we did the full Corrie. It was so much fun. We had the best time doing it. 
And then wow. Chris Archer came up to us later and he was like, oh, all of these people have been coming up to me asking, like, I want to see those three girls, like the first Wise Club, like Cabaret, like we want to see more from that, like blah, blah, blah. And so, and we were like, yeah, my God, we'd be so keen to do that. And then we sort of went away. That was like a few months sort of went by and like it sort of had been kicking around in our brains, like something like a movie cabaret, like where we do like, camp fun scenes like that from movies like compile a whole bunch of them and then I emailed Chris Archer in like January or February or something and was just like hey like remember how we had that chat last year like and he straight away was on board he was like oh my gosh yes and so we sort of that's how sort of how it all um all began and then Chris has really like taken the idea as well and like rolled with it and helped us sort of like develop it into what it is which is like and he came up with the name movicals he coined that term which I like (laughs) sold that same because we were like I mean I'd been calling it first wives club just because I couldn't think of another name but we were doing more than just those numbers so Mm. yeah that's kind of how how it organically came about I guess I love it it's it's such a great idea for a show because everyone like everyone wants to come and see a fun show with songs from movies that they don't always get to hear so it's definitely it's very different and exciting so I guess with the (laughs) creation of this show now I see you guys and Georgina in particular I see you posting constantly about Celine Dion um but (laughs) <laughs> who is for for each of you who is your favorite female songstress like who inspires you don't make me sing <laughs> i for me i uh my mum always used to play whitney when i was growing up it was always whitney and mariah and boys to men mm. and, and all of the like motowny kind of vibes so whitney is probably my my idol um I mean you've already said it like it's pretty obvious <laughs> it's no secret that I love Celine Dion <laughs> um but I love all of the divas I just I love as well like Whitney Mariah and then I love all the camp um divas as well like Barbara Streisand I just think is just the pinnacle yes um but I mean I just can't go past Celine she's everything and she's just a cool girl <laughs> <laughs> where did your passion for Celine come from I, I it started as a joke <laughs> I just like uh, like a friend I uh, like ironically gave me um I used to impersonate her all the time and then a friend ironically gave me like her greatest hits album and I started like was like listening to it as kind of like a, oh well it's in my car I'll just listen to it back when you listen to cars like it's in your car <laughs> <laughs> when any other like music in the radio was boring um and then I just became obsessed I was like she's the greatest vocalist of all time and it became this huge obsession so that's sort of like how I really got into um, Celine. I, it wasn't like I knew her growing up, but it, like it's not like it came from my parents or anything. They are not Celine Dion fans. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because it is a little, like, it's different for so. I feel like usually you go with the Whitney's and the, you know, Barbara's, but, you know, Celine, she is amazing. Yeah. Mine are probably Judy Garland and Bette Midler 
and Lady Gaga and Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> like a- anyone who's super theatrical and funny and can also just yell and most of the time tell jokes and yell at the same time. I think that explains a lot about me. Um, I was going to say, I see, I see all three of those. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Anyone who can like work a room and like make fun of someone, but also let them laugh at themselves and then like give them a hug after like anything that's like that. Yeah. So that's what Bet does the best. And that's what Lady Gaga does all the time and just people who like always keep you guessing her and even madonna mm. Lady gaga and madonna are just always like one month they're wearing a meat dress and the next month they're writing a country album like what do you mean sure why not like i love that now to break things up a little bit we thought we would do a game because we know how much you guys love doing games <laughs> i'm seeing so many levels of like Mild excitement, <laughs> extreme excitement, and please don't make me do this. <laughs> You'll love it. You'll love it. This is different to last time. Don't worry, Mon. Oh, this right. Is it's the same game that I failed at last time. <laughs> no, and I literally, some of these games, I, I when I have to play myself, I'm always, I'm the Mon. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so, okay, so what we're going to do, it's a lot different than, I think, any Georgina's or Mon's episode that we did with you guys. This is actually a quiz movie edition. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's multiple choice Mon. So we've got we've got you got choices. Okay, so find the hocus uh, finish not find. Finish the hocus pocus spell. Twist the bones and bend back. Trim him of his baby fat. Give him fur black as black. Now number A is just like that. Number B is just like this. Number C is just like a cat. This. Which one is it? It's B, just like this. Yes! Amazing! I'm sorry. Instant instant response. The, The actual correct answer is just like this. Ah! Yeah! Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fine with that. Okay, great. We love it. We love it. All right. So now our next is Angelina. You got this. Okay. What was Judy Garland's name before she changed it to her stage name? Is it A, Ethel Judy Gum, B, Francis Ethel Gum, C, Eleanor Rosemary Gum? I feel like Mon might know this one, but I I gave it I gave it to Angelina because I I know you're a big fan. Um, <laughs> repeat the answers. Yes, yes, okay. A, Ethel Judy Gum, B, Francis Ethel Gum, C, Eleanor Rosemary Gum. <laughs> I think B. Yes! yes! <laughs> that was good. That was probably one of the trickier ones. I know it is to that answer is the equivalent of I think the most theater but also sport like reaction I've ever seen. 
Accurate. Mexican wife of Francis. (laughs) All right, Georgina. This is good and interesting one. Now, this is someone that you love. So this will be interesting. In an interview, Barbara Streisand was asked if she could go to dinner with anyone dead or alive. Who would she choose? A, Albert Einstein. B, John F. Kennedy. C, Marilyn Monroe. I feel like I don't think it's Marilyn Monroe. I actually don't know this for sure, but I'm going to just eliminate some things. Albert Einstein was my first instinct. That sounds like a really Barbara thing to say. Um, Maybe John F. Kennedy because that also I feel like it's one of the dudes. I'm, I'm going to say Albert Einstein. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I made these hard. This is amazing. I'm so impressed right now. <laughs> All right, Mon, I've now got one of your favorite things. So, Singing in the Rain was a movie before becoming a stage show. Where was the first production held? A, in the West End or B, on Broadway? I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to regret my answer, but I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm gonna go with West End. I would have gone with that. I would have said That's that wrong, too. isn't it? You are correct. Yes! You are correct. <laughs> I, that too. I don't know why. I don't know that for sure, but I was like that is incredible I because I didn't even know that when I when I looked it up I was like really I would have thought Broadway would have been where it first was on so good job this is awesome (laughs) okay usually they like to try out musicals not straight to Broadway whether it's like in a random country or in Boston or Mm. wherever yeah if you go straight to Boston you go straight to Broadway you're always doomed so I don't think they yeah. Anyway, that's where my brain went. See, and that's why they were successful. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, this is a bit of a fun one, Angelina. <laughs> we have a bit of a fun one for you. Okay. In Mean Girls, the Plastics performed a dance to which Christmas song at the Winter Talent Show? Was it number one? Or was it A, Rock Around the Christmas Tree? B, All I Want for Christmas is You, or C, Jingle Bell Rock. The Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> Guys, this is, this is not just an interview. This is a show. We're getting a full show tonight. Oh, my gosh, you guys are doing so, so well. This is exciting. Okay, Georgina, this is your last question. Here we go. All right, what was the first movie musical Cher has performed in? Is it A, Burlesque, B, Come Back to Five and Dime, or C, Good Times? Oh, my God, I don't know. I, like, oh. I will. Okay, wait. I forgot to say the end of the last one. Good Times, Sunny and Cher. Uh, what, that's a movie? Is it? Or am I making it up? Oh, oh. sneaky. It surely can't be. Uh, it, might be it might be real. Who knows? Maybe some of them are made up. Maybe they're all real. Maybe none of them are real. Go, well, can you give I us the answers think... again? Oh, sorry. It's your question. Yeah, it's my question. <laughs> a little process of elimination. I don't oh. think it's burlesque because that was really recent. Yeah. I feel like she would have done something earlier than that because she should. The... 
I'm just going to say the Sunny and Cher show one, that one. What was that? You are correct. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! So sneaky. Because the Sunny show, I'm sure they would have made a movie out of that and that was like heaps early on. They had to still have been married <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so actually, Come Back to the Five and Dime was her first um musical on Broadway that she was on oh. in, which I, I don't really know what that is about I've never seen that one before and Good Times Sunny and Cher was her first movie musical but then some debated that Burlesque was her first movie musical oh. so it was a bit grey area but I think Sunny and Cher yeah so you did very well okay so I have a tiebreaker round now no, no. all three of you I know, this is going to be hectic. Now, all three of you are going to chime in to see if you can answer this. And it's not a process of elimination. This is a straight answer. So I won't give you A, B, C, or D. you got to buzz in with your all name. Right. Okay, great. Because if you just, yes. just bing, we will not know who it is. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. <laughs> what was the name... Of the movie musical that featured the songs of the Beatles. Georgie! <laughs> Across the universe. No! What? There might have been no. a, a maybe I think there's maybe oh, more than two. one. <gasps> There's more than one. I think. Okay, well, let me a, rephrase the question. Recent. It's recent. The recent. Oh, that one. Musical. I, I've seen it, but I can't remember the title. No um, web man. No, we watched this on the plane. No, too. I can't. Sometimes. It's actually a tight one of the Beatles song titles. Yeah, but I can't remember. Yellow yes, yesterday. Yes. We want that one. I yeah. Remember, I remember us watching it. I couldn't remember what it was called for life. So wait, who said it first? It is. Me. You were- <gasps> Georgina. Across you- the universe, guys. Yeah, I should have had that too. Mm. I was just going through and I saw yesterday, I was like, I'll just write a musical question about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now a little bit of a segue into back into some of our questions about your incredible show. So which, um, this isn't actually about your show, but which non-movie musicals do you want to see made into a live show? One of my favourite, like, childhood movies of all time has, ju- like, has been made into a stage musical, but I think they're still editing it, and that's Ever After. I loved, <gasps> loved Ever After growing up. I know. I know you're here. <laughs> it's so good, and the music is so good, and they did an so out-of-town tryout with Sierra Bogus, um, at, like, at the Atlanta Alliance Theatre, and they also did um, The Cousin of My Cousin. Yes, that's like, they love it. I yes. love it so much. And I want to see it on Broadway. I want a soundtrack. I want it to come here. Like, Do you want to be in it? I love it. I want to be in it for sure. This is like. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> should we cast you in it? Yes. <laughs> Anyone want to put it on Australia? Try it out. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> so that's but it's already kind of, that's cheating because it already is sort of one, but it's not like been like produced main stage no that's a good one Mm. that is a very good one oh i can't wait for that to come one day (laughs) i love it so much drew barrymore oh i've watched that movie so many times i think i wore out the uh, vcr yeah the vcr yeah (laughs) i just had a cigarette for those of you who can't see us 
Yeah. That's the <laughs> you do when you're old and you watch videos. I would love to see the movie Honey. I knew you were going to say that. <gasps> oh, yes. That would be incredible. Mm. So good. I'd love to see that. I agree with that. That would be really visually amazing on stage with all the dancing and everything. Totally. Starring Angelina Thompson <laughs> as Honey. That's that. Yeah. That's Agreed. Exactly. Um, exactly. Oh, God. I keep thinking of ones and then I go, oh, they tried that. Like, um, Romeo <laughs> Reunion. They tried it and it failed. But I love that movie so much. I just, just get it right. Oh god! <laughs> maybe they Someone's just maybe they it. just need Yumon maybe. to be able to get it right. God, look at me! Just get it right. It's not that easy. To get right <laughs> <a show. laughs> One, like it's hard. Oh, like it's hard. <laughs> um, what else would I love? Um, you said Drew Barrymore before, and I thought Never Been Kissed would be really cool. As a- <gasps> think of all that like ninety. 90- that would. It would be so good. Yes. The 90s had some really great films, so they all need to be on the stage. But only the good ones, not the trashy yeah. ones. <laughs> and were they trashy ones? I feel like the trashiest ones are the best ones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Legally Blonde is one of my favourite stage shows and cast albums of all time. It is so camp. It's just never fails to get the, like, get the happy juices flowing. Like, it's a vibe. <laughs> Incredible. Those are all really good. Um, movies that should be made into musicals so if anyone who is interested in um, adapting a movie into a musical these are great options <laughs> now I think I'm going to cut out the next question because we, you kind of already answered it which is about uh, some of the movies that we might hear songs in from the show so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to the next question because I don't want to give too much away either I want people to come in and uh, you know be surprised because also some of the shows that like I always forget like uh you don't own me it's such an iconic number and that scene is such an iconic number but sometimes I forget that that movie like I watched it recently and you get to the end and I'm like oh yeah that's right they sing (laughs) (laughs) they just sing so random it's great I love it but I think I think we'll leave people we'll leave people guessing we'll leave people a little bit in the lurch there and it also encourages to go and see the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move on to mm-hmm. a, a different question. If you could play any role in a non-musical movie remake, who would you portray? Look, I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and say any movie remake you like. Any, it could who be would musical you as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's really hard. That's hard. It's also that we'll give you we'll give you a moment to think. It's also a hard thing because yeah. it's, if it's like one of your favorite movies, you don't want to be the one that fucks it. Oh, can I swear? Because I just did. Yeah. Yes, you can swear. Oh, this yeah. is, this oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah, this, this is MA eighteen plus. A random one for me would be a movie called Moonstruck that a lot of the kids don't know these days, which they should go and watch. Um, Cher won the Oscar for Moonstruck and it's uh, this movie about this Italian, typical Italian New York family. Um, And it's just, it's a bit ridiculous but also very real and, like, you know, there's, like, family drama and it's a bit like, um, uh, what do you call it, soap, like a soapy but also it's just them, like, yelling at each other and it's my life. It's also one of my mum's favourite movies. Um, just got some really good <laughs> scripts, really good scene work, really good um, stuff from Cher and randomly Nicolas Cage. 
We know he's like really. Uh, he's actually pretty good in this movie. Fight me for it, um, and go watch it. <laughs> I have not seen it, so I'm gonna have to go watch it now. And on your list, I will watch it, and I will now fight you about Nicolas Cage. Do please. <laughs> actually, don't. Yeah, I don't rate him in much else. But this movie, he's so over the top, but he's so that Italian boy who goes over the top and she's just looking at him like snap out of it it's also like if you're a man he always says snap out of it and that's what that's from you want me to go yeah you go <laughs> um mine is pretty like this is something that I just sort of off the top of my head I probably could have think of like a classier answer but um I, anyone <laughs> who knows me knows that like I had this bizarre obsession with the Mamma Mia movies and the Mamma Mia at the stage show like I just love it um I don't I can't explain it like (laughs) especially I don't I don't know if it's just like the presence of Meryl Streep but like I would love to be um like if there's a Mamma Mia 3 which I'm sure there will be like the I think there is young Donna Sheridan because the set like the (gasps) era that 70s era of fashion and hair is just like my fave and I love the ABBA music and I think Donna Sheridan is an icon (laughs) so I would agree they made another Mamma Mia which is probably like realistic I want to be Donna Sheridan in like the next (laughs) remake it just would be because I just think you'd be on a summer holiday you'd be in Greece shooting like for however many months in the sun by the water like it would just be a party you'd be listening to ABBA songs the whole time I feel like it would just be so much fun so that's my tacky answer (laughs) I love it but I actually don't know what the premise of number three is but that sounds like a great premise having the baby no, I think oh, it's like which is a spoiler if anyone's not seen it. They cryogenically froze Donna Sheridan. <laughs> and now it's her like being thawed out, and she <laughs> thinks she's in the seventies, but she's not. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia, he goes again. <laughs> Angelina, do you have one or? I do. I was actually just thinking of it. I would love to see the three of us. As Charlie's Angels. <gasps> oh, yes. Ham! So, love. I want that. I want this. I want this to happen. That's a good one. Also, a stage show, though, like that would be amazing. All of it. We're ready. We're hireable. <laughs> Guys, they're ready. Deal. Contact their agents. <laughs> We're going to publish right this now. photo of the three of you doing the poses, and they'll they'll be they'll be on the phone to you in the morning. What is this? The Oracle. I don't think you're an Airbender. I don't even know. <laughs> Now, um, with your absolutely fantastic show you guys are about to do soon, is there any particular message you'd like to send with the show? Okay, wait. <laughs> You're going to love Can this. We, clarify? we don't know what you meant yes. by the question of like, well, I didn't, well, we didn't know. No, we don't. We didn't know if it was like the message of like, is it an emotional message or is it like get 10% off tickets from stage door? <laughs> <laughs> is you can get 10% of tickets with Stacey. <laughs> um, no. It's um, like what, me- 
message to, are you like or you might not be but like is there any particular like metaphor or like a message that you kind of when you were putting this show together you were like we want to you know uh, empowerment for for people or empowerment for women or uh, uh, <laughs> what you said for the good feeling and georgie was like no i think it's just like tell them if they put in the code they can get 10 percent off <laughs> Yeah, that's that's now that's the that's the button of the show now. Yeah, is if you use code <laughs> stage door, you can get ten percent off your tickets. Actually, you um, well, well, what I the answer that I thought to your question um, was what you said in there. Um, we are three women who believe that women can and should do anything that they want to do, and um, should. Uh, you know, send that message to other women, our, uh, other people who identify however they do, that um, it doesn't matter uh, who you are, what you do, how tall you are, how short you are, what you look like or whatever, um, you should celebrate life and do whatever the hell it is you want to do. If that means dress up as three witches and sing a song, that's what that means. If it means um, to make new harmonies to old songs that's what that means um it it means hustling your butt off like Georgina Hobson to even get this show on the on the go and it means trusting in weirdos like Angelina Thompson does and trust weird sister mums every day um uh, or just being a cranky old fart like Monique Saleh um (laughs) you are not about what's our message I think to me that's what our message is and I think that is such an important message right now especially with just the especially recent events in Australia it's uh, it is important to remind people and remind uh, uh, look uh, women and anyone who identifies or seriously really anyone that they can do and be whatever they want to be like you said you can go and dress up as a witch and sing a song if that's what mm-hmm. if that's what you want that you can be whatever you want to be and that you don't need to let anybody stand in your way or that or feel let anybody make you feel ashamed of what you want to do totally yeah I was just going to add like I think something that I just like throw back to like through COVID what I learned in COVID was um like that connection and like laughter and friendships and family and sisterhood and sisterhood and chosen family mm. is so ridiculously important. And I, yeah, like just want to showcase that. Have a good time. Have a laugh. Enjoy life at in the present because, you know, you always look back and you're like, oh, well, go back to the days and, yeah. Yeah. And seeing like three totally different women on stage who are so, so mm. bonded as sisters, like mm. in this like, and and just being our own um, empowered selves, our our own version of what a woman is and what a woman what we feel like, I think that's really powerful to step into that. Like each three of the three of us will each have an opportunity to sort of like step into our power and and be and 
and be whoever we want to be. That's amazing. I love that. That's so going to be such amazing. a good feeling for people to leave the show and feel empowered mm-hmm. and also to have a good time. I feel like you guys mm-hmm. are putting on a show that's just entertainment as well. Yeah, like yeah. not only that, Please, but just no, to have a good time. Don't regard it as Shakespeare. We know it's not Hamlet. <laughs> yeah. We know what we are. and um, But that's the thing, so that this kind of stuff, the movies that are camp and the movies that we love and that are, are light and fluffy, they're just as important as the heavy stuff because – yeah, you yeah. need to share that with your loved ones. You need to enjoy life. You need to have the light with the with the dark. Yeah, there's nothing better I think than like leaving a show knowing that like you had a great time, you had a laugh, you had a gaff, but you also leave just kind of feeling that little bit like lighter and that little bit yeah more secure in who you are. And I guess on, on the topic of strong women, strong female performers, as three strong women as you are sitting in front of us do you have any advice for I guess not only young performers but just young people trying to find their place this is actually funny because when Georgie and I met I was in first year at the con doing music theatre and Georgie was in third year and I remember fangirling over her so much (laughs) we all we all were obsessed with her um and we went why though like I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. and I remember she did a show at the powerhouse Carrie Carrie and after the show um one of my good friends and I went up to her and we were just like talking to her post-show and we were like do you have any advice for us like you're now graduated you're like and she said just do you do you do you and do you well. That's all. And I will never forget that. And now she's one of my best friends. <laughs> I, I said that. Oh, that is very sweet. <laughs> and now here you guys are. And that is some good advice though. You have to be yourself. And it's and I guess like um it's sometimes you especially when you're in um university, you can get a little caught up in in everyone because it's all it's like so many different people around you that you kind of sometimes lose yourself so it's good to be like yeah I've just got to be myself and it's okay that I might not be great at that one thing I'm good at this other thing correct yeah yeah exactly and embrace the things that you're not good at like I'm not yes what I'm not a classical singer I'm not like a I'm not a soprano so I am embrace that and use it as comedy if I ever have to do it Mm. or I don't know I find my friends and partners who are really good at it and I (laughs) guess what I'm saying is um use the people around you to inspire you and make you better and I have to take my own advice right now when I say like don't be afraid to ask them for help which Mm. I never which I always have to remind myself to do um because then that allows them to do the same so, if, you know, you cultivate a, a really well-supported community or group of friends or whatever, then the world's your oyster. Oh, that is very lovely. That's amazing <laughs> That's advice. That's a good way to end. And that was our last question. So that's a lovely last note to leave it on. Um, but before we leave, we do have one last little segment. And Angelina, we actually asked if you could uh, prepare a little bedtime story. Seeing as we've heard from Mon and Georgie before, we thought, why not? Let's <laughs> hear yours. Do you have a bedtime story for us? <laughs> Everyone, everybody, they've got a blanket. There's a blanket. There's a blanket situation happening. They're getting comfy cozy. 
<laughs> I actually do have a, a story. It's so hot. Um, this was when I was doing Beautiful um, back in 2017, 2018, and I was a swingy on that. So Sorry, I just thought you said 17, 2018, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? Right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah I was a swing on that and it was a bit of a busy week for swingies and I had I don't I'm pretty sure it was a Thursday show and on the Tuesday and on the Wednesday I had been on for one of the girls and then on the Thursday I was on for a different for a different track that I hadn't done in a however long a few weeks or a couple of months and I remember being side stage before locomotion, going over, um, okay, hit this mark, then go to eight, then turn here and you're singing this harmony, just like running through it before I went out there because I had been doing another track the night before. Went out there, everything's fine, all dandy. Next in it, <laughs> um, I, my foot had tripped on something that had popped out of the stage and I didn't see it because I was too busy looking up at the audience. And I... <laughs> It was like a six-foot giraffe falling onto a hollow box. It was the biggest crash onto the stage. And if you've ever seen someone who has ice skated um, fall over, they get up so quickly because it's freezing on the floor, but it is so uncoordinated and awkward. That was me. I fell with the biggest rockets and then jumped up like nothing had happened. And- in the meantime, my shoe had come off. My the like, and I was wearing chorus, and it was one of those chorus heels where the strap was around the ankle, and then the, like my the front of my foot had fallen out of the, of the chorus heel. So I couldn't just keep going. So I had to run off stage. I like flicked my shoe back on, and then I was like, "Who am I? Where am I? Where do I go back on?" I ran around a, to a different ring, a different ring, a different wing, and then I came back on, and on my face. I was singing the harmonies. I was hitting the marks. I had the biggest. Like, it was honestly like one of those duck underwater moments where it's like peaceful and calm on her face, and inside my brain is like all of the white. Oh my god! Spasming in my brain. That is such a beautiful description. As an ex-competitive figure skater, I know entirely what you mean. And I think you're the second person on this podcast that has explained them falling over as uh, and you 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 know Gareth because yes, you know me, Gareth. <laughs> Literally that's how he explains himself falling over as a baby giraffe. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I see that tall people things. <laughs> amazing. Well that was an amazing bedtime story. Thank you so much Angelina. And so guys Get tickets to Movicles. It's playing at Gingers. Gingers, yes. <laughs> I'm getting thumbs up. Sorry, it's playing at Gingers. Gingers <laughs> 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 on the <laughs> Sunday the 11th and Sunday the 18th of April. Remember, you can use the code STAGEDOOR to get 10% off your tickets. Uh, guys, get on this. Get your tickets. It's It's going to sell out. Like I, I have a feeling, honestly, by the time this episode comes out, it might already be sold out. Um, we hope so. I guess you'll just have to wait and see. 
But thank you so, so much, ladies, for coming on and being here tonight. We are so excited to see you in this production. Unfortunately, Eliza will be missing out. Um, But that's what she gets for studying at the con. So... Fancy girl. Fancy girl. Thank you so much for being here. And, guys, until next time, stay happy, healthy, and safe, and we will see you then. Bye. Bye! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.